I'm Mario Munoz, reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. According to the director of the Port of Brownsville, Eddie Campirano, Keppel Amfels has introduced a whole new industry to the state of Texas, building large-scale ocean-going vessels at the Port of Brownsville. Port Director Eddie Campirano also told Steve Taylor that the Port of Brownsville actually did better in 2020 than in 2019. In spite of the year and the difficulties with the year, for us, we have to keep our doors open. You know, we were early on identified as one of those 16 essential services that are critical to the nation's interest. And, you know, the movement of cargo, you know, doesn't stop. You know, the closing the borders doesn't stop. Uh, The receipt of global shipping doesn't stop. So, you know, we've had a great year in terms of both cargo volumes and the diversity of cargo. We've had some firsts this year that we haven't had for quite some time. I mentioned the fact that we loaded grain ships for the first time in over 13 years that we actually had a vessel in port. Uh, And the most important thing about that, Steve, is that it opens the market to the valley growers. We shipped valley sorghum to China. And so, and that's still going on. And so we look forward to 2021 to increase uh, that capability. Uh, And then we initiated the container service, the container service between the Port of Brownsville and Port Tampa. Again, that has taken off. Uh, While it's in its infancy, it it is growing. Uh, It's going to be available not only to what we see coming in out of the interior of Mexico, what may be coming from Laredo via truck, but the opportunities for the Maquilas in the Valley. A lot of what we're shipping to the East Coast are the white appliances. Well, that's the whirlpools of the world. And that's really to gain uh, not only market to Florida, but really the East Coast market. So that is just one of the commodities we're going to see that grow. In the past, we've seen, you know, um, Mexican beer, Mexican soft drinks. We've seen automotive parts. uh, We've seen scrap steel. We've seen a lot of commodities that are going out of this area. They're coming across the border, fuel the cross-border trade, uh, coming to the port to going to other markets. So that's been a plus. And just the recognition of Keppel for what they brought, and not only last year, but this year, in the announcement of the success of the shipbuilding. You know, what we tell people is that that's a whole new industry to the state of Texas. We built a lot of vessels here, but this is not shrimp boats, it's not barges, it's not tugs. These are large-scale, ocean-going vessels. And, you know, that hasn't occurred in Texas since World War II. So to bring that to the region and bring it to the state is, is, is hugely uh, impactful. And, so, and, and they've been on a roll. They've made announcements for uh, some new contracts that they've gotten. And there's looks like there may be other bigger uh, projects on the horizon. So we're excited about that. So uh, if we, with the advent of the, of the vaccine for COVID and the return to some sense of normalcy, if we can hit that, in full stride, then I believe the the prospects for our region are very exciting. Uh, 2021 hopefully uh, can also mean that some of these large projects that have been put on hold because of the global economic situation and certainly with a pandemic, that it'll be 2021 will be the year and that will only add to you know, huge, huge gains for the region. So we're very excited about that. You know, we've always been very bullish on the valley and I don't see any reason why not to remain that way. This year has been a year like no other, and we've all read about this 
the situation where all the supply chains have been disrupted, not mm -hmm. all of them, but a lot of them, especially with trade with China, mm -hmm. raw materials. Mm -hmm. Are you saying that you've had such a good year that you hit your targets or you obviously had to um, downgrade your expectations and therefore it's been a good year, even though it's not been as good as well, the year I think before? You, you, know, you know, we're always cautiously optimistic, even in good years. And I think that the expectations for this year where we can have as good a year as we had last year, uh, we would be doing very, very well. As it turns out, we had a better year. Uh, and so that's only icing on the cake. And that's really our core business. I mean, that is our, our cargo business, our, our trades, our liquid commodities business. You know, we're, we're doing 1,500 trucks a day coming into the port, uh, loading out a refined product market, either whether it's for the area retailers, uh, you know, your Flying J's, your Stripes, your Circle K's, as well as serving the Mexican market. And so, you know, that, that's been an increase this year. Uh, we see all of our liquid terminal operators in, in growth mode, uh, uh, adding capacity. I mean, those are the kinds of things you want to see. And to see them in a year like 2020 just makes it that much more impactful, in my opinion. So 2021 could be... Again, you know, a, a, a year for, for the record books, and so we're excited about that. But you're saying, and people may be shocked to read this or hear this, that 2020, you've actually done better than 2019. Yes, we did. There's not many industries, not many sectors of the economy where you could say that. Well, and you know, when you talk about the disruptions in logistics, well, you know, one of the things is, you know, when, when things like that happen, then, you know, people find other ways to do it. You know, one of the things the Valley has always been great at is, you know, we've refined the logistics of how do we do trade across the border and with our neighbor to the south and what it means to us as a region, what it means to the state of Texas and really what it means to the nation. Well, you know, those opportunities get recognized and perhaps in some cases even get refined. So the fact that the the trade on the on the containers for East Coast market provides an alternative for a truck having to drive all the way to New Jersey or to Philadelphia or to Baltimore. Here is an alternative that means that truck can come here uh, and and uh, be able to um, uh, deliver the commodity, then gets put on a container and then gets shipped via water, which is the cheapest and most economical and safest way of transporting cargo to the East Coast market. So when you begin to look at what do we have to look at when our, when our logistics routes are disrupted, you know, what are, what are the alternatives? And so uh, in some respect, you know, we've always said, you know, location, location, location. And so, uh, you know, it's, it's beginning to uh, take hold. But, but again, not just for the port. I think that the whole valley is beginning to be recognized for the strengths that it has and, and its know-how. And, 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 and to me, it's, uh, I, I think for uh, the, 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 the employment opportunities is, is about opportunity. It's not about capability or whether, you know, Keppel is a perfect example. You know, you're competing in a global market. There are some things that have occurred here that have been the only place in the world that it has happened whether it's building the largest land rig that's in existence in the United States, or whether it's leading, beating the, the, the number one producer of offshore rigs in the whole United States, 
or or whether it's the first like you know the Manson rig the dredge that is going to be the the largest of its kind in the United States I mean those are being done right here and so I think that seeks well for the uh, the workforce and, and again I, I think a lot of it has to do with opportunity given the opportunity I think we can we can successfully prove that we, we have what it takes to compete in a global market it sounds then, from what you're saying, that um, maybe because of COVID, the variety of products you've moved in and out of the port are greater. Can you think of anything that you're moving now that you would never ever would have thought you would you would have done? Well, I don't know that we would have ever thought that we would have done, but you know, the the wind, uh, the renewable energy components. I mean, uh, through September we had had 121 vessels uh, in port from from Europe, from Asia, uh, from China, uh, with wind components. Everything from the blades to the towers to the nacelles. Uh, and I think that may be because you assess your value, uh, your value chains or your logistics platform. And um, we've been able to demonstrate that we have the capability. And you know, that commodity may move in by vessel, but it moves out by truck. It, we've moved it out by barge. We've moved it out by rail. So the logistics platform uh, is well suited to provide that customer variety uh, and, and access to, to markets and perhaps in a much more affordable way. And so uh, that's been a plus for us. Yeah. And then going back to Keppel, um, like you say, container ships, first time since the Second World War. Probably people in the industry will realize the significance of that, but the general public, not just the Valley, but yeah. across Texas, yeah. Yeah. it's probably not, people don't realize how how unique and, and different this is. Well, I think for the state of Texas, for example, I don't think people realize that Texas is a maritime port. I mean, a, a state. I mean, you know, you look at Texas and you think of, 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 of cowboys and you think of energy and oil wells. But, you know, Texas uh, is a maritime state. Texas leads the nation in maritime commerce. And that means, you know, 25% of the, the cargo that moves by maritime either originates or is destined to Texas. You know, that's the whole United States. And so, you know, people don't, don't kind of realize that because, you know, you know, everybody knows about a truck on the highway or been stopped at a railroad crossing, but nobody experiences, you know, being passed by a ship on the, on the overpass. And, and so that, 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 uh, that capability. The other thing I think the Valley uh, should recognize and the Texas is blessed for is we've got 450 miles of coastline. And you have, um, you know, seven deepwater seaports. So that's hugely important to the state. And it's hugely important to the nation. It's hugely important to the neighbors to the south. And so uh, there, there are assets here that are, um, you know, that, that other people would kill to have. Mm -hmm. And so, and, you know, the, the, the more um, we learn to take advantage of those assets, the more that the world knows how to take advantage of those assets, the better off we are. Any projects coming up in 2021 that um, you want to announce or that you're, well, you're pleased that you know, happening? Um, I, you know, I mean, you, you know the ones that are on the books. And so, I mean, we remain cautiously optimistic. I do think that we will hear some news coming out of Keppel uh, in this coming year that will be uh, you know, hugely uh, important. Uh, I, you know, I, I do believe that will happen, and and I think it will center on their capabilities and expansion of the the shipbuilding. 
Uh, so I, I do think there's some things there that will be coming. And then, like I said, uh, uh, we continue to grow our metrics in terms of uh, being a transportation asset and a logistics asset to the region, uh, offering all forms of transportation and, and uh, you know, increasing uh, that value. Thank you so much for, for giving us such an in-depth interview about one of the Valley's great success stories, one of its you know, biggest employers, most important industries. Um, any, any closing remarks? Well, again, I, I, uh, I think sometimes, you know, we, we kind of take for granted. And uh, I think that, uh, you know, like I said, we were very bullish on the Valley. I think the port plays a major role in the regional economy. It's a $3 billion a year impact. And so uh, it is important to all of us. And so um, happily that we can say that, hey, in spite of what is going on in 2020, there was growth. And so that I don't know how many people can say that. Patricia Martinez has filed a report for the Rio Grande Guardian about the interview with Port of Brownsville director Eddie Campirano. I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service.